Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Joyce Barry and Friends, the number one worldwide radio show. The show's outrageous and it's contagious. It will lift your spirits high, you'll feel that you can fly. Transform your attitude, fill it with gratitude. Cut loose and improvise, it's coaching time today. Joyce is a great coach with an extraordinary approach. Fast on the upbeat, top of the heap. A wild motivator, great simulator. Unstoppable in a humoristic way. Life lessons with passion, joyfully today. You want Joyce as your coach if you want this to be your best year ever. Coach Joyce here. I want this to be your best year ever. I want this to be my best year ever. I want this to be the best year ever for Beverly Nadler, her fabulous daughter, Dr. Denise Nadler, a.k.a. Ariana. And we want this to be the best year ever for all our friends, our family, and our loyal listeners worldwide. Joyce Barry and Friends, the number one radio show. You might be wondering why this is so. Memorable quotes, life lessons, and so much more. The Coach's Corner with tips galore. All outstanding guests that we love to feature. You will find this show to be a terrific teacher. Great authors like Ted Siuba and Bernie Siegel. Awesome leaders that soar like an eagle. Beverly Nadler with Hands to Your Health. Home business opportunities to increase your wealth. Fun impersonations and improvisations add to the show's transformation. Broadcasting live across America and around the globe with timely topics and issues to probe. The chat room is open or else you can call. Your comments are welcome. We appreciate them all. Want to change your life? Change your approach. Hire Joyce Berry to be your life coach. Today is July 4th, and we are celebrating, and we are inviting you to celebrate with us. That would be yours truly, Coach Joyce, along with our fabulous author and friend, Beverly Nadler. We want to entertain you with fun facts, jokes, quotes, riddles, poems, and trivia. This is a fabulous firecracker of a show that you will want to share with your friends. And now I'm bringing on my favorite firecracker friend, Beverly Nadler. I'm so delighted that we're spending this July 4th together. (laughs) Thank you. Um, I always look forward to spending Thursday morning with you, but especially today. And today is an absolutely beautiful day in Connecticut, or where I live in Connecticut. And uh, I'm just so grateful that on July 4th, Independence Day, I have the free will to do what I feel like doing, which is pretty much not much of anything. Relaxation is uh, contemplation, is the order of the day for me as I sit out on my beautiful deck watching the birds and appreciating the flowers. And what are you planning to do today, my dear friend? Today is my day for R&R. Whenever the highways are crowded, the restaurants are crowded, that's the day for me to stay away from it all. So it's my relaxation day, a day to catch up on things that I just don't get around to doing. Uh, One thing I am delighted I'm getting around to do is this radio show, which is always fun, not work for me to do. So thank you all for coming to my July 4th celebration, and away we go. Beverly, why don't you lead off? 
lead off. Okay, let's start with a couple of what I call fun facts about uh, uh, America. Our forefathers founded an enduring republic that has had to endure a lot more than they thought it would ever have to endure. (laughs) It's hard to believe that America was founded to avoid high taxation. Oh, yes, that's the one. That is an interesting thing, isn't it, as taxes get to be more and more. But, you know, Americans are religious people, and you can tell they trust in God by the way they drive. <laughs> that is funny. Uh, you mentioned something that surprised me when I heard about it, and that was the main reason the U.S. declared independence was to because we were taxed without representation. So that's a really uh, notable fact that you mentioned, and I wanted people to get it. Beverly, do you have any idea how many people signed the Declaration of Independence? I think it was 50, um, and and the fact is, what's, what's amazing about that is that they knew that by signing the Declaration of Independence, they could actually be killed. So it's quite amazing that people decided that it was um, they, 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 it was that important. But I'm I'm not sure, but I think it was 50. Well, you rounded it off. It's 56. What city oh. was the Declaration? What city was the Declaration of Independence signed? Good question. Tell me. <laughs> Philadelphia, <laughs> Pennsylvania. Yes, and what was the first seven words of the Declaration of Independence? Oh, wow. That's all I can say. I don't know. Uh, well, listen, most people don't know. These are things that are, they are stored in our brains somewhere. But when we put it in that context of the question, we often do pause and reflect. So the seven words are, when in the course of human events. Holy and who approved, no, I... who approved the Declaration of Independence was the Second Continental Congress the Second Continental Congress, and whose signature is the largest on the Declaration of Independence? This is just a plain ordinary guess. I'm just going to guess George Washington. This one, when I tell you, you're going to say, well, of course, of course, John Hancock. We often hear the time, give us your John Hancock. That's right. Yeah, I've heard that expression very, very, yes. Isn't that interesting that that's where it came from? No, that is a, well, I'm going to say a fun fact. had no idea. Okay, you're on a roll. you got some more interesting facts. On June 1, 1776, uh, Richard Henry Lee of Virginia proposed Lee's resolution Uh, The King of England, when the colonies declare their independence, was George III, King of England. This is the whole thing about declaring the independence from England, and it makes me think of modern times about Brexit and where Great Britain is trying to declare their independence from the EU. And that's going on and on and on so that Theresa May, the prime minister, actually resigned because she couldn't get it to pass. Uh, how many people were living in the U.S. in 1776? That would be 2.5 million people. And where does the word patriotism come from? You have to repeat that word again, Joyce. Patriotism. Oh, where does the word patriotism come from? Huh. I haven't got a clue. From the Latin patria, meaning fatherland or homeland. So those are some of my fun facts. Uh, I want to go into a little. I want to go into celebrations. How many hot dogs are consumed on July Fourth each year? (laughs) Oh God. 
I have no idea. Let me take ten million. A <laughs> hundred and fifty million. How many? How much money is spent on fireworks every year? Woo! You got me. Um, Two hundred and eleven no million dollars every year. I didn't know this either. Who invented fireworks? Your questions are too hard for this um, brilliant person over here. I don't know. No, but they're fun facts. I, I didn't know this either. That's what I'm saying. The Chinese invented fireworks. Had no idea how many people have cookouts on July 4th. I'm just asking you to guess. How would you know? How would I 74 know? 74 million know, I people. I know. I, I, I don't take long in giving you time to answer because I want to keep the momentum. So you got about three seconds, and then I share the answer. 74 million people have cookouts. When did the Liberty Bell crack? It cracked when it was being tested, it, and the second bell were remelted and forged again. The third Liberty Bell cracked in 1835, so the three of them cracked. The 4th of July became an unpaid holiday for federal workers in 1870. In 1938, it became a paid holiday, and in 41, it was declared a federal holiday. Okay, so you want some more of these kind of things, or would you like to share at this point? I have a few things that are interesting. For instance, the ages of the founding fathers, which was amazing. Um, James Monroe, he was 18 when he signed the Declaration of Independence. And, of course, he became the fifth U.S. president, and he was the last founding father to serve as chief executive. Aaron Burr was 20, and uh, he was the third vice president. Alexander Hamilton he was 22, and uh, he's the founder of the first American political party. And James Madison was 25, and he was the old one when they were signing the Constitution and the writing of the Bill of Rights, and he ultimately became the fourth U.S. president. See, so I, I didn't know any of that, and I found that fascinating. I found that fascinating. Literally children. You mentioned before the word patriotism uh, came from a, I'm going to say, from a non-American. The name America came from a Florentine person. His name was Amerigo Vespucci. And the reason that um, we used America, because he was the first person to distinguish the North and South America as separate from Asia. Hmm. See, I found all that quite fascinating also. Yeah, and the first you want... permanent... Oh. Go ahead. Go no. ahead. I was going to say no, the, first ahead. Permanent... the first permanent... The first permanent colony was Virginia, and tobacco was the first profitable export, which was exported from Virginia. Okay. You know, I've got more, but I'd love to hear some more of the things that you have. You know who our national bird is? Some of these, when we say the answer, we say, of course. Yes, the bald eagle. Yay, team. Uh, the Liberty <laughs> Bell is located in Philadelphia, uh, Pennsylvania, and the Tower of Independence Hall. The Liberty Bell does not ring today. It rang from 78 to 1835 when it cracked. How did the name Uncle Sam originate? Well, I guess, well, this is a guess. Um, just using the U and the S, and they just decided to come up with a name. The name Uncle Sam originated in 1812 when a meatpacker, by the name of Sam Wilson, provided meat to the U.S. Army. Someone saw the meat shipments that were stamped with the U.S. and joked that the initials stood for Uncle Sam, and the name stuck. 
The name of the national anthem is. What are we? The Star Spangled Banner. Banner. Yes, the Star Spangled Banner. Who wrote the words to the national anthem? Jeez, I once knew his name, but uh, now Francis Scott Key. Yes, correct. Yeah, and, and, and it who was wrote the, actually music was an original tune. Who wrote the music for the national anthem? It wasn't original. Well, according Not to what I, I don't know who wrote the music. The music came from an old English drinking song named Amma Claren in Heaven. And under what circumstances did it become the national anthem when 1912 President Woodrow Wilson made an executive order, then in 1931 by a congressional resolution? And my last one, how did the U.S. get the motto, In God We Trust? Good question. That's all I'm going to say. It's a very good question. I do not know. Yeah, I thought they were all good questions. Francis Scott Key urged the adoption of In God We Trust as the national motto. The U.S. adopted the motto In God We Trust by law on July 30, 1956, by President Dwight Eisenhower. Fascinating. Okay. By law. That is amazing. (laughs) Okay. Well, in our country, it's against the law, since you mentioned some law, and these are ridiculous laws, and I don't think anybody's ever carried it out, but they are laws, to drive with an uncaged bear in Missouri, okay, to serve butter substitutes to prison inmates or deny cows the right of way in Wisconsin to call a pickle a pickle if it doesn't bounce in Connecticut to wage war against the people of Nevada and to dye a duckling blue in Kentucky I mean how people come up with these things is beyond me but those are some fun facts of laws which I don't think are actually uh, carried out very much. <laughs> yeah, it is ridiculous, but we have so much on our books to this day that's ridiculous, including You're a right lot of the people in higher office. Ridiculous. Okay, so yeah. moving along from the trivia and, and the fun facts, uh, next, I'd like to share some quotes. Do you have any quotes, or would you like me to go? Oh, um, I've got a bunch of quotes, um, and uh, you probably, you're the quote queen to me. You have quotes about everything, everywhere, on anything, way beyond me, so I'll mention a few. And um, I'm sure uh, you probably have these and many more. Americans have more time-saving devices and less time than any other people in the world. Yeah, America is basically driven um, and not necessarily doing something. This, this is what I'm saying now is not a quote. That was a quote. I don't know who these quotes are by, by the way. I, there is no name for any of them. But um, a lot of the things that people are involved in are kind of useless and worthless, and uh, we don't have a lot of time. And this constantly, I'm constantly reading the importance of, believe it or not, idleness. Just doing what you're going to do today, what I'm going to do today, pretty much just relaxing because we actually rest our brain and allow it to come up with great ideas. Okay, let's go to quotes. Millions of Americans aren't working, but thank heaven they got jobs. <laughs> if Americans bought only what they could afford, it would destroy our economy. Anybody who thinks the United States isn't still the land of promise just hasn't been listening to political speeches lately. Mistakes aren't so bad. Columbus found America by mistake. 
In Africa, certain of the native tribes practice the strange custom of beating the ground with clubs and uttering wild, blood-curdling yells. Anthropologists call this a form of primitive expression. In America, we call it golf. <laughs> You're very cute. Okay, I've got more, but uh, let me hear some of yours. Let the audience hear uh, some of yours. This nation will remain the land of the free only so long as it is the home of the brave. Elmer Davis. Louis Brandeis said, those who want our independence believe liberty to be the secret of happiness and courage to be the secret of liberty. M. Grindler said, it's easy to take liberty for granted when you have never had it taken from you. Uh, Hamilton Fish, and if our country is worth dying for in times of war, let us resolve that it's truly worth living for in times of peace. Jesse Lane Adams said, I love my freedom. I love my America. James Blaine, the U.S. is the only country, (laughs) I like this, with a known birthday. The only country that has a birthday. Adorable. John Dickinson said, then join hand in hand, brave Americans all. By uniting we stand, by dividing we fall. William Faulkner, we must be free, not because we claim freedom, but because we practice it. And Samuel F. Smith from America said, from every mountainside, let freedom ring. That comes from a song. Uh, Back to you. Back to me. Okay. Um, Let's see. America is a land of opportunity. Everybody can become a taxpayer. (laughs) America has the highest (laughs) – it has the highest standard of living in the world – Now let's raise our standard of thinking. America is the only country in the world where it takes more brains to make out the income tax return than it does to make the income. This goes along with the fact that both of us, um, well, were surprised to learn that the real reason, and we did learn it in school, but who remembers? I mean, it's a long time, that America was founded to avoid high taxation. Um, But, you know, if you're rich enough which I'm not, uh, <laughs> you kind of figure out ways with uh, some very clever attorneys to avoid um, excessive taxation. And if you're rich enough, you can have anything, pretty much money can buy almost anything. This is one thing about uh, this country, basically. It's not a quote. I'm just talking about myself. Um, you can buy almost anything in the world. I mean, it's just everything seems to exist. Somebody has invented it, and while there are some, there are some things that are way, way over the, the ability for people to pay for it, most of the times somebody makes uh, something similar, a knockoff, they call it, which will serve very well. And that's one of the things uh, that we have in this country. With all the things that are not that great, <laughs> we have the ability to buy what we want, go where we want, and pretty much do what we want most of the time. Very good. Abe Lincoln said, those who deny freedom to others deserve it not for themselves. Moishai Diane, freedom is the oxygen of the soul. Lee Greenwald, from his song, God Bless the USA, Here's just a verse from it, and I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free, and I won't forget the men who died who gave that right to me. Uh, Freedom is never free uh, is another great quote. That one, the author, is unknown. And the Declaration of Independence, July 4th, 1776, one of the most popular verses, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among those are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And William Clinton, one of my favorite 
president. There is nothing wrong with America that cannot be cured by what is right with America. Oh, I love that. <laughs> that is a cool, really cool quote. I have some interesting facts, uh, that I, and I call them fun facts, about things in various different states, um, and I'd like to share some of them uh, with 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 all of us that are listening today. And I'll begin with Connecticut because I live there. The first phone book was published in New Haven in February 1878, and it contained 50 names. <laughs> Delaware is a state with the most generous laws regarding company ownership, and it's been the model the Cayman Islands and other offshore tax havens. I know in in the U.S. the two places that people who are looking, when I'm going to say not evade but avoid excessive taxation, uh, will form their companies in Las Vegas or Nevada, not Las Vegas, Nevada, or in Delaware. Arkansas is the site of the most perfect diamond, and it's it's a three. Point three carat called Sean Wagner Diamond, and it's also the largest diamond, 40.23 carats, and it's called the Uncle Sam Diamond, and those are both in Arkansas. In Hawaii, it is the only state covered entirely by its own time zone, and it also does not observe daylight saving time. I have more, but I'm going to turn it over to you for more fun facts of anything that you want to share that has to do with America, the 4th of July celebration. Well, I'm going to read, uh, I'm going to share two very short poems at this point. Uh, We covered, you know, our facts, and we have so many different categories to get into. This one's called Freedom's Price. Today we celebrate freedom thanks to those who came before, the brave men who fought and died in each and every war. Freedom always comes at a price, and while we celebrate, we should tip our hats to the heroes who made our country great. So that's short and sweet and very much to the point, and here is my fun one to share. I don't mean mine, (laughs) that I wrote it. I never take credit for that, which I don't do, but it's so cute. Uh, Author unknown on this. Hamburgers and hot dogs cooked on the grill. Fireworks in the night giving us all a thrill. The country all decked in red, white, and blue. Friends all saying, happy 4th of July to you. So I wanted to share those. Yes, yeah, that is cute. You know, um, you were talking about the Liberty Bell. You had quite a few things about it. Um, Do you know what the Liberty Bell, actually the inscription on it is? I do not. Okay. Proclaim, Proclaim liberty throughout all the land unto all the inhabitants thereof. Isn't that cool? Very cool. Yes. There is some funny, this is a funny fact about some crazy names that uh, some of our cities have. In Arizona, there's actually a city called Y. (laughs) In Colorado, there's actually a city called Hygiene. In Minnesota, Embarrass. And in Missouri, Peculiar. Can you imagine living and saying, where where do you live? I live in Embarrass, Minnesota. I mean, like, that's. Bizarre. I don't know who finds these facts, but it, it's really fun that people somewhere, for some reason, get really interested in finding out all of these things that are just a little bit unusual, to say the least. Well, the only thing worse than saying I live in embarrassment or this, that, is if that was actually their last name. That would be worse. Uh, Beverly, I know you <laughs> I have... could change... A, I know you have a couple of poems you wrote, so why don't you share one right now, and uh, we'll do the other one at the end of the show. Okay. I'm grateful to be an American. 
born in the land of the free, as a citizen, I want to help preserve my country's honor and integrity. We're granted the pursuit of happiness and, of course, life and liberty by the Declaration of Independence, the document that set us free. Americans are of all races, religions, and creeds. Our forefathers came to plant the seeds of cooperation and unity with the Constitution that shapes our destiny. Rich, poor, young, old, they come to this land, and with hope and faith united they stand in their desire to start anew and make their cherished dreams come true. I'm grateful to live in America, a country that values democracy, and as long as our Constitution stands, we live in the land of the free. Awesome, as always. That's why I didn't want to wait till the end to hear your poems, because right now I'm sharing my all-time favorite Beverly Nadler original poem on why you should be listening to our show every day. And here it is. Listen to me. I have something to say about a wonderful way to start your day, a way to stimulate your mind and increase your energy, make you feel so good. And guess what? It's free. Weekdays at 11 a.m. Eastern, hear the Joyce, Barry, and Friends show. You'll find it on the Internet, on Blog Talk Radio. This show is upbeat and fun and very inspirational. It's informative, educational, and very motivational. There's the Coach's Corner, great quotes and news. There are suggestions, perspectives, and advice you can use to enhance your life and improve your health, plus clever, simple ways to increase your wealth. Joyce's perceptions and personality will keep you captivated, and her guests from many walks of life will always keep you fascinated. When Joyce and her friends speak, it's like you're in the conversation. This is part of what makes her show so unique, really a sensation. For Joyce's friends are not only the guests you're listening to, they're everyone who is tuning in. Yes, I do mean you. So refer your friends and family. They'll be so pleased to know. And let's make Joyce, Barry, and Friends the number one internet radio show. And, folks, we do ask that you participate in having that happen. Simply go to JoyceBarryAndFriends.com, Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E, and right under my picture on the upper left of the home page, it says follow. And simply by clicking on follow, you can join the thousands of our loyal listeners who will be apprised of our show, our guests, our topics, because when you cannot join us when we are live at 11 a.m. Eastern, know that you can hear any of our shows in our archives 24-7. Simply arrow down and click on that which resonates with you. Also, on the upper right in the search bar, you could put anyone's name like Ted Ciuba, C-I-U-B-A, Bernie Siegel, Beverly Nadler. All their shows will come up. You only need to click on it. Or you could put a topic, happiness, health, uh, and the shows with that in the title relevant to that will come up. So it's an extraordinary resource, JoyceBarryAndFriends.com on the homepage. We invite you to look at that. I also want to share at this time to check out while you're at it, Beverly Nadler's homepage, uh, BeverlyNadler.com in her website. Uh, So you want to check that out for all the information about health, her book, her poems, Beverly Nadler, N-A-D-L-E-R, her official website, and my official website, JoyceBarry.com is the official one. Uh, and Beverly, anything else you want to share about your official website? 
basically you pretty much said it. It is a, a resource. It's an educational resource, and it covers a lot of the subjects that we cover on the show about health, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and also about the universal laws, something that we also talk about because they mean so much to us physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. So do check it out. It is a good resource. I also, uh, because your audience, Joyce, is very special people, I have a website that's not listed, and I offer that to special people. And that website is called vibrationalharmony.biz, B-I-Z, um, and it's not about business at all, except the business of health and healing. And there are two free books, literally e-books, not just those short pages, but books that you can download, one about stress and the other about the laws of the body, and it covers a little bit also about the laws of the mind because they interject. So you can check those out and you can download them, and they're loaded with information. Thank you for sharing that. So for those two free e-books, it's vibrationalharmony.biz. Uh, one on stress, one on the laws of the body, so I highly endorse it, highly recommend it. Uh, and her, the official website, again, is BeverlyNaver.com. Mine is JoyceBarry.com. And in mine, it's all about the seminar programs, my coaching. I coach people all around the country because I could do all of that by telephone. Uh, but what I want to share with you, which I'm most proud of, is the countless endorsements from clients and people that have attended the seminars. I've just picked out a few at random to share with you now. Joyce Barry is an outstanding success coach. She is a master coach, the best of the best. Here are just a few of her clients who want to endorse her. Marlon Brando. Hiring Joyce as a coach is an awful you can't refuse. President Bill Clinton, I did not have sex with that woman. I did not have sex with Joyce. She is my coach. Sylvester Stallone, yo, Adrian, Joyce is the best coach, you know. She helped me train for Rocky. Arnold Schwarzenegger, I hired the Joyceinator because no matter how much I may drive her crazy, I know she'll be back. President Ronald Reagan, well, Joyce, uh, Nancy and I just love you. There you go again. Win one for the Barry. Elvis Presley. I'm all shook up about hiring Joyce as a coach. I'll get a little less conversation, a little more coaching. Jack Nicholson. If you could handle the truth, you want Joyce as your coach. Johnny Carson. I can hire Joyce as a coach? I did not know that. That is wild. Did you know that, Ed? <laughs> Charlie Sheen. Winning. That's because Joyce is my coach. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Woody Allen. Are you crazy? This whole time I haven't had Joyce Barry as a coach? You kidding me? Hi, Ted Siuba, and I think and grow rich. If you are thinking about hiring Joyce Barry as your coach, just do it, and we'll grow rich together. And even Joyce Barry herself. What do Olympic athletes have that you don't have? A coach. Hire me and have this be your best year ever. If not now, when? I want that gold medal. I want to hire me. Email coachjoyce at AOL.com. That's coachjoyce at AOL.com. And in the subject line, Take to Life for Jess Beverly, I always like to know the show that inspired you to write to me and connect with me. I'd love to hear your opinion on the show, any comments regarding the guest, any comments to send on to the guest. Uh, anything, any topic you want to hear more about. I really am interested in what our listeners have to say. I do read them, and when I can, I will acknowledge them. So in the body of the text, you could put your name, phone number, best time to reach you, and when I can, I will get back to you. And as I said, I'm a life coach. If you're interested uh, and finding out if that's something you want to participate in, just let me know. No obligation, of course, to hear all about that. Uh, also, I want to tell you that uh, if you connect with me, uh, just don't hesitate to say anything that's on your mind. I'm very open to hearing it. 
so we want to hear the good, the bad, the ugly, and the beautiful, all of it. Although I would say that when people write, it's always the beautiful. And um, we really do want to hear from you. So that's an open invitation. Name it, phone number, best time to you too, and I will get back to you. And that's something that makes me happy. Here's something else through poetry that makes me happy. I'm happy, happy, happy. And just why is this so? The people I call friends are a pleasure to know. I love my world of contacts. They are all very cool, always upbeat and positive, very wise, no one a fool. My live radio show and the message it sends is live your best life. Hear Joyce Barry and friends. We advise you, we support you to be very healthy. We teach you, we want you to be very wealthy. Join us in a home business. We will give you a choice. Be your own boss, make money and rejoice. All that we recommend has been put to the test. Each and every one is simply the best. Live your very best life as well you should. Listen to Success Coach Joyce. Be happy, be healthy, and feel so good. I'm pretty sure that for putting out poetry to music. And folks, uh, at this time, I just want to let you know that you can connect with me via Facebook, Joyce Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E, and Twitter, Joyce Barry. Uh, you, you will see I say posted in those venues as well. So do become a friend. Okay, Beverly Nagel, where do you want to take it from here? Well, we'll talk about some of the things that are fun that people do. You and I find it to be more fun to be relaxing and just enjoying the fact that uh, we're in America and we can relax and and, uh, just rehabilitate when we choose to. But lots of people are out there. They're just traveling on this weekend. Uh, Be very careful if you're out there. Be careful not to get into an accident. Don't text while you're driving, please. So many people are doing that. Uh, But People are crowded into the beaches, and people are going to different places where they can watch the fireworks. I used to do that years ago. I used to go down to Lower Manhattan and watch the fireworks. I can't imagine doing that now, but um, now I like to watch it on television. (laughs) How about you? Yes, same thing. I just want to say also uh, that you mentioned texting and driving. Literally, Florida made that illegal as of July 1st. It became illegal to text and drive. Prior to this week, they couldn't um, pull you over for texting. Now they can, and you can get a ticket. So that just happened, and I'm very grateful it finally came to pass. I totally agree with you because it's not just a danger to yourself. It's endangering everybody else around you. So unless, of course, uh, you're stuck, which many people are, uh, in, tr- in tremendous traffic, which is why I don't travel anywhere uh, past, let's say, through five, six blocks if I'm going somewhere that I need to um, in, in, on this day and on other holidays also. Um, but people do, and they, they do a lot of – there's a lot of interesting things to do all over this country, lots of places to go, lots of things to see. And I, I really admire that people do that. The one thing that I suggest is that you leave early and, I'm going to say, come back late. In other words, avoid the high traffic times because then you're going to be all stressed out. This is the week of the most vacations uh, of the year is July 4th, the, the, the week that includes July 4th. So take it easy, but have fun. Whatever is fun for you, as I said, what we do is just relax. also want to mention um, that reading, summer, I always see this in different magazines, summer reading, that like things that we don't get to do in, in the, the 
busy, busy winter, autumn, spring. They call it summertime beach reads and very relaxing and, and important for us to recognize the ability, as you said at the very beginning, R&R, so important for us to do that and not get frenzied by, you know, I have to do this and I have to do that. What I'd like to share at this time, uh, I have some really fun jokes of the kids. Uh, let me just see. Someone actually joined us. Let's see who that might be. You're coming in anonymous, and I don't usually take that, but it is after all July 4th. Who's uh, here? Do you want to share something? You're on the air. Hi. Hi. I'm Colin. I, uh, I used to love the fourth of july and independence day and now uh there's the fireworks that are going off 24 7 in my neighborhood my dogs that they can't take it they can't handle it i shouldn't have to drug them my neighbor's veteran he's got the ptsd it's it, it's turning into the worst time of the year what what, what do you may i, mean, I ask you your name and that? where are you calling from Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My name is James, and I'm calling from Michigan. James from Michigan. So there's a lot you don't like about July 4th. You want to leave us on an up note, July James from Michigan, of what you do like? Well, obviously, I like my freedom, and I like the uh, the I like the celebrations and the parades and the flags. But what am I supposed to do about these M80s going off all over the place? You know? Well, there's not much you can do except sit back, relax, and enjoy what it is. Thank you, James, for calling in. Okay, right now I want to share with you folks some jokes from the kiddies. These are real jokes that kids wrote. Eloise, nine years old, wrote, What did one flag say to the other flag? Her answer, nothing. It just waved. These were the answers posed by the teachers uh, that these kids answered. How is a healthy person like the U.S.? How is a healthy person like the U.S.? And Tom P., age eight, said they both have good constitutions. Uh, What dance was very popular? What dance was very popular in 1776? And Rachel, age eight, said the independence. Um, teacher, what was where was the Declaration of Independence signed? And the student Christie, age fourteen, said on the bottom. And then, uh, <laughs> teacher, did did you hear the one about the Liberty Bell? And Tom P, age eight, said, Yeah, it cracked me up. And then, uh, teacher, do they have a Fourth of July in England? And Big Al, a grown-up in Frankfort, Kentucky, said yes. That's how they get from the third to the fifth. <laughs> so I oh. thought they were adorable. Uh, that was Big Al in Frankfort, Kentucky. These are real uh, quotes from the kiddies from, uh, the, uh, in response to the question the teachers posed. Okay, Beverly, as we are starting to wrap up here, Anything else that you want to get in? Well, a couple of the important people that uh, were born on the 4th of July, besides George M. Cohen, the Yankee Doodle Dandy. Uh, Louis Armstrong was born on the 4th of July. Uh, George Stein Burnham of the, um, the, 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 uh, the Yankees, Neil, Neil Simon. And then there were a few that... Oh, and Calvin Coolidge, president, was born on the 4th of July. And a couple of people that left us on the 4th of July, Thomas Jefferson, John Adams, both passed away uh, on the same day, apparently, 7-4-1826, and James Monroe uh, on July 4th, 1831. There is one fun fact that I want to share about a state, because I'm so familiar with this. This state, it's called the Great Lakes State, by the way, offers the highest recycling refund in the country, 10 cents per bottle or can. I didn't know that was the highest. I thought I'd seen that. But nevertheless, I saw the Seinfeld episode that was so hysterical about Newman 
and Kramer going to Michigan to return bottles. And what I didn't know is that this episode actually alerted out-of-staters to Michigan's generosity, sparking a scheme that cost the state millions every year. I can't imagine what that is, but that's absolutely wild. That as a result of a show, I don't know if it, see this, this material that I'm sharing with you comes from 2017. So a patent and the show was in like 1990 something. And I think that's wild because, well, of course they keep repeating, you know, all the Seinfeld shows, but that people actually would be going there, saving their bottles to return them in Michigan. Yes. Wild, wild, wild. Okay. Um, just a couple of more things that are incredible uh, are happening on the 4th. Uh, the percentage of American households with outdoor grills, percentage, 87% have outdoor grills. 41 million are the number of Americans who will spend the holiday at someone else's home. What I often wonder about, where are they getting these numbers? Nobody called me where I'm spending the holiday, yet they have all these documented statistics. A number of places in the U.S. with independence in their name, 11. So some of these dishes on hot dogs and flags and such, I just don't know how they accumulate statistics like that. Different than the Census Bureau where they come and knocking at your door, these are just stats that are published, and, you know, they're just saying that this is the way it is. Beverly, let's hear your other poem. Okay. I just want to comment on what you said because I always reflect on that. Whenever I see statistics, uh, the, and especially the, the kind of statistics you were quoting today, I always wonder, where do they come from? I mean, they mention different bureaus and all, but how do they check them? Haven't got a clue, but nevertheless, um, I refer to them the same as you do and probably most people. Um, but I'm assuming that there's some secret method we don't know about. <laughs> okay. Um America, land of the free. I'm a citizen of the world. I believe in unity, and I live in America, land of the free. Every race, creed, and color, learning to live in harmony in the America I love, land of the free. Then the inconceivable, then the unbelievable struck us to the core, bringing terror to our shore, something we won't endure, in the midst of fear and rage, shown forth human dis- decency, everyone helping each other in the land of the free. With courage and compassion, New York dug through the debris and carefully picked up the pieces in the land of the free. We thank those who have helped us as we move on with dignity, praying we're safe in America, land of the free. I want to comment on that because what it actually refers to is that we had a terrible experience, 9-11, we're aware of that, um, and, and it did show an amazing courage and compassion, not only in America, but from all over the world uh, to assist us in rebuilding, not only rebuilding that whole area in New York, but also in rebuilding our faith and our hope and our belief that freedom still exists. Uh, yes, and I just want to say your poems are extraordinary. You are my favorite poet, unlike any other. So I love your poems. I can't wait for your poetry book to be published so I can have countless issues to send out as gifts so I'm waiting I believe in miracles and that day will be a miracle when you say my copies just arrived you get the first signed one <laughs> oh, thank you for that um, you, you encourage me to continue writing poetry whether 
they're ever going to be published in my lifetime or not. Um, it's something that I enjoy, as you do also. And I would like to say, though, you don't have hundreds of poems. Everyone that you share is a winner, and I really appreciate them all. I know you do. Where we admire each other's work, it takes a, you know, on that level that we play one to no one and recognize one. So I just keep saying we got to get yours published, and if not now, when? We are giving you the education. We are giving you the information. We are giving you the motivation. We are giving you the inspiration. What you really need to do is to put this into application. Do you want a transformation? You must use your imagination. It might take some perspiration. It's all in the preparation. You must really be sure there is no procrastination. It helps to have a fascination and very strong determination. You want a positive demonstration, achieve success in the administration. It really is the time. Give each show your consideration. What is your aspiration? What do you need for stimulation to get healthy and off that medication? To get wealthy, it's your destination. So make today the day for your participation. If you do, congratulations. If not now, when? Beverly Navo, thank you again for another extraordinary show. Uh, what message do you want to leave our audience with today? Appreciate your life. Give gratitude for your life, especially if you live in America. You have an independent, you know, yours is an international show. If you're living in America, in spite of things that are not exactly as you'd like them to be, you are living in an amazing country. And there are so many things to be grateful for. And for those who are not here in America, please think every day, what is it that makes this day special? Because when we turn our attention in that direction, we find it. And my closing message is, folks, make someone happy today. Go out, pay it forward, pay it backward, make yourself happy. Uh, I'm very grateful for all the guests on our show who really support us. We treasure them, our loyal listeners, our Facebook followers, our Twitter followers, people that actually care in that which we have to say. And that's what makes me want to get up each and every day and, and get to this show. Folks, we invite you to laugh along with us, sing along with us, and dance along with us. And you can do that right here right now to the Joyce Barry Mash, right after I share with you my special prayer for all of you. May yesterday be the last day, the very last day of your struggles, your suffering, your ill health, your misfortunes, your problems, your pain, your worries, your troubles, your trials and tribulations. May today be the first day. It is the first day of the rest of your life. May it be the beginning of the very best of your life with extraordinary wishes granted and dreams coming true. Make this the most meaningful year of making more money, good health, good luck, good fortune, attracting special people and opportunities, creating magical memories and manifesting marvelous miracles. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for every day that you join us. Thank you for each person that you go out and make happy. So, as I said earlier, we want you to sing along with us, dance along with us, laugh along with us, and start starting right here, right now, to the Joyce Barry Nash. Go for it.
I was listening to Blog Talk Radio when my ears heard something that I did know. From the speakers of my laptop, I heard a voice. It was the White Oprah, also known as Joyce. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. Joyce Barry mash. She is a coaching smash. He did the mash. You'll catch on in a flash. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. I felt so inspired by her show, and her poetry was just so good, you know. I want to listen to Joyce again and again, as Joyce would say, if not now, when? He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. Joyce Barry mash. She is a coaching smash. He did the mash. You'll catch on in a flash. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry Mash. Wow. Joyce knows all about having fun. Wow. She's a home business wizard and she's just begun. Wow. She's wow. a coaching sensation for not just me or wow. you or her. It's for everyone. You can mash. Do the Joyce Barry Mash. Joyce Barry Mash. She's a home business smash. Then you can mash. You'll catch on in a flash. Then you can mash. Do the Joyce Barry mash. Have a fantastic day and listen to Joyce Barry and friends.